In a world of bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Koigyu casting and Klingons. Okay, people, get your geek on. Hi, everyone. Listening to a special episode of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. I'm Steve. Karen's brother. <laughs> yes, my brother's back again, which means we're doing another commentary. Yes, we had actually done one last year, which then got eaten by my computer, sadly. At the time, we did a uh, commentary for Goldfinger. Yep. Because James Bond was another one of those movie franchises that <laughs> basically was our teenage years. Yep. But we missed um, 2015, like the podcast, like special episode 2015. Yeah. 2016 turned out awesome, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, 2016 was amazing. Fuck you, 2016. I think the Venn diagram of, I think it's okay to say that, like the Venn diagram of like nerds knitting and like Donald Trump supporters, is there's no overlap there. So we can freely say those things, right? Mm, we're being polite. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this year we're doing, we decided we'd do another James Bond one, but this yep. time we will go with the very first James Bond movie we saw in theaters. Yep. Which is 1995's GoldenEye. Yep. Yep, the first of the Pierce Brosnan James Bonds. Yeah, and the first one after five years, basically, of ish, five years, six years of nothing yeah there was like the that was it was after the big gap after timothy dalton yeah after um license to kill mm -hmm. timothy dalton was just too good and no one could <laughs> live up to it oh god yeah which is where you and i differ man <laughs> i will admit maybe perhaps his ability to be bond might be overshadowed or can be hard to determine because of the terribleness of the James Bond movies he was in as you wince in pain. <laughs> yeah. Living Daylights is great. License to Kill, they got... I think they just got too interested in all the other, like, 80s, like, drug movies. Like, they saw Scarface and were like, yep, that's the next Bond movie. <laughs> but he was Daniel Craig's Bond before Daniel Craig was. You know, a little darker, a little bit more uh, brooding. Daniel Craig's better, though. Well, yes, obviously. But this is Pierce Brosnan's first, mm -hmm. and like you said, the first we saw in theaters, I was 12, I guess, -ish. Yeah, I was 15. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it came out at Christmas of 20, 1995. Yeah. So. And I forget, I feel like we had watched <clears throat> at least one or two Bond movies before we saw that. Like, I'm pretty sure that Goldfinger was, like, the first James Bond movie I ever saw, period. Yeah, I think me too. And then, like, maybe Doctor No. Yeah. Um, and then some of the, maybe some of the other ones. Because mm -hmm. I feel like in advance of the movie coming out, you know, either like dad rented them or they showed them on TV, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, I got interested in them because the Simpsons would constantly reference it and dad would have to explain it to me. <laughs> and there's something about it that captured my interest. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, even if you've never seen a James Bond movie, you know the tropes and you know the, yeah. the jokes and stuff like that. Because it's one of those things that is just part of the culture. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like Star Wars in that way. Where it's like, there are no spoilers. You know, there are no... Everyone is spoiled yeah. for the original movies now. Yeah, exactly. And 90% of those come from Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Goldfinger really set the stereotypes and tropes and, and yeah. some of the references for 
the James Bond movies. I think Golden Eye is an interesting one because they sort of revisit, you know, they sort of refreshed it a bit. They were like, okay, we've been gone for this much time. Things have kind of changed. Maybe we should. Yeah. The like, Soviet Union has, in yeah, the meantime, Soviet the Soviet collapsed. Union has collapsed. Yes. So, fuck. <laughs> and maybe we should think differently about how we portray women and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, this one, you know, sort of tackles that a bit. Mm-hmm. Better than some other movies even now really yeah. sorry i'm eating an animal bar and i should warn you we so have a dog and a kitten ah, the cat's attacking my feet <laughs> a kitten who really wants to play of course she only slept all day mm-hmm. of course now she wants to play get kitty get <laughs> <laughs> she's basically trying to knock steve's foot off oh you're the worst <laughs> but and i should mention too of course, for James Bond movie, we have to have alcohol. So I have cranberry raspberry juice with Sprite and vodka. And I have a charcoal porter, which has a Union Jack on the back. Mm-hmm. So it kind of ties in with the movie. Otherwise, it's made in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. So <laughs> so not really appropriate. But it's, it's got a, a Union Jack on it. Yep. By the way, so thinking of now that we are like, you know, four movies into the Daniel Craig era... Where would you place Pierce Brosnan as like ranked Bond? Yeah, because when he was when Brosnan was Bond, it was like oh, obviously he's like second behind Sean Connery, mm-hmm. or some people would say first. But now after Daniel Craig, I don't know. It just makes me think differently about the entire franchise, basically. And now I look, <laughs> it kind of spoiled a lot of Brosnan's movies for me. <laughs> um, so I would put him, I guess, third behind. Craig and Connery in no particular order. Yeah. I'm really tempted to put Timothy Dalton above him, but that doesn't seem (laughs) rational, even though I like Timothy Dalton. Yeah, it's... And partly my putting him third, I wonder how much of it's just because of the era in which I started watching Bond. I have a feeling that people who started watching Bond in the Roger Moore era would put him behind Connery and Craig. I yeah. think most people re- They'd most, just be wrong. I think most people acknowledge that like Craig and Connery are the top. I hope of so. The list. I hope so. Although they're If every- you're one of those people, why? If you want to be angry at people, you can go online and look at people's comments and any kind of like article or posting about the Daniel Craig movies because there's oh, always Jesus. people being like, "Why did Bond become Jason Bourne? I, where's the Roger Moore movies where he literally dresses up up like a clown <laughs> and <laughs> is a clown?" Um and all the goofy slapstick and stuff that you saw mm-hmm. with the later Roger Moore movies. Which I think, you know, we can get into while we're watching yeah. the movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll have time to discuss yes. this. Okay. For sure. And also, I should mention a special thing with this one. Um, so, when we decided to do oh, yeah. this, I, d- I just realized, like, oh yeah, we only, we have the VHS tape of this. So, um, saw it's a lovely, probably uh... not gonna, sp- gonna sync up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. We saw a lovely trailer for Kingpin and Heat. An ad for the soundtrack to the movie. And all yeah. these things we had Available to fast Available in forward. record stores. <laughs> all these things we had to fast forward through. So how have you synced this up then? So right oh. now I have got it. It's in the black the black screen after the United, United Artists logo and before the gun barrel opening. So I will say three, two, one, play. When I say play, you press play and it'll be close, I guess. Because like I said, VHS copy. Okay. Three, two, one. One, play. Oh, God. <laughs> 
This electronic synthy. version, synthy version of the. I never realized how synthy this score is until just now. <laughs> I'm sure someone's done it on YouTube where they just put them all in a row, and I'd like to see the progression. Like, it would be that much mm-hmm. more like obvious. Like the whatever was popular or mm-hmm. um, whatever sort of the style was at the time, because it varies from being obviously like more orchestral to. I'm sure the '80s ones are just ridiculous. Oh, the '80s ones. '80s ones are ridiculous. <laughs> it's all electronic instruments and shit now i mean this is like there is some parts about this movie that are dated and stuff this opening is still pretty goddamn awesome yeah it's probably one of my favorite openings in the bond movie i mean i'd say it's up there like iconic and and dramatic in this up there with like the um is it on her majesty's secret service where he opens up the parachute and it's the union jack the ski I forget. Scene. I mean, I think it's a, yeah. Because there's I think so, that many is, scenes. I mean, <laughs> so many ski scenes. So many ski scenes. They all blend. Yeah, because I think that's when we get uh, the. Or is that the uh, Spy Who Loved Me? Because that has an opening ski scene as well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Because I think. No, on that Her opening Majesty's one Secret is the fight Service. on the beach. And he's like, "That never happened to the other fellow." Okay, but there's the on Unima- Her Majesty's Secret Service theme. Yeah. Which I think plays over a ski scene. Yeah, it does. And I thought it was at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I don't know. There's too <laughs> so many, ski many goddamn ski scenes in James Bond. <laughs> so many ski scenes. All of them glorious. Which was kind of hilarious with Spectre, where it's like, oh my god, it's a ski scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we couldn't get out of the... Our... We couldn't get our chapter out of the franchise <laughs> without doing that. The other big thing about this movie was, even though it came out several years later, the N64 yes. game. I probably put more hours into that game. <laughs> yes, you did. Than any other game. Yes, you did. Because um, and... I remember like sitting here watching you and being like, Steve, can I play? Can I play? Can I play? <laughs> and multiplayer with friends and stuff. And the opening to the movie is basically the opening to the game. You crawl through yeah. the ducks and then you, you know, fall down into the bathroom and everything so yeah i have to fight that was a pretty big deal and pretty awesome so it makes this movie that much more sort of memorable and his first his first witticism as a as a bond first glimpse of those cold blue eyes (laughs) which are probably more blue on the dvd (laughs) (laughs) yeah should mention like i started watching we started watching this and i'm like is the is the picture of this terrible because the DVD is old because we watched it a lot of times or the the VHS is old yeah. because we watched it so many times like the tape is not so great anymore or just because it's VHS It actually I mean I have watched VHSs semi recently and they are they're all this bad I mean they're all Yeah pretty bad Every time a new medium comes around, I think, how could it be better? And then, until you go back and watch the old one. Yeah. And then you go back and watch the old stuff, and it's like, oh. <laughs> no, it really is demonstrably, demonstrably, bleh, demonstrably better. Sean Bean! <laughs> this is before we Spo- had... Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! This was before we knew the rule of Sean Bean in movies. <laughs> when you know the rule, you pretty much know. Yes. What's going to happen to Sean Bean? 
<laughs> kind of twice in the movie, in a sense. Yeah, really. <laughs> this was a yeah. This is a unique one for Sean Bean. He gets to die more than once in the same movie. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, we get to see computers in this, too. Oh, yeah. Yes, I forgot. I forgot how much computers in the internet feature in this movie. It's going to yeah, be hilarious. Yeah, having come out in 94. Yeah. Or 95. Yeah. Um, it's very much all about, uh, yeah, computers. And there's a character that's a hacker. There's more than one, I guess. <laughs> yes, I remember in the video game when that would start. Yeah. Like, the alarm, you're like, fuck. <laughs> but this part it would just be until you finish the level it would just be an endless sea of russians so you could just set up and for like 20 minutes just kill russians <laughs> as they come at you and like practice and stuff just sit in one spot again <laughs> get your aim figured yeah. out your your controls figured out mm -hmm. and dramatic symbol <laughs> swirl for the bad guy Gee, I wonder who could, if he could be the bad guy. And the soundtrack is pretty much like having you know going back and listening to it now. It's all like so you see the same themes reoccurring throughout yeah. it, like the kind of like that booming, echoey kind of sound. I don't really know what to call it. It just sounds Russiany somehow. Yeah. Like, well, like the, the way they're doing the the bassy. Yeah. But it's done in a very, in a, it's a different um, tempo or it's yeah. a different uh, meter. Like it's much more, a bit more, more march yeah. time. So it sounds a bit, and, and it's like that sounds like a big drum yeah. or something like that. So it's that basically like. That is pretty much the. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically like, you know, trying, sounding very sort of Russian while being the James Bond. Yeah. Russian synthy. Cold ice. <laughs> well, it's interesting to see this one that's. I don't know, compared to like. Yes, shoot at things that will explode. <laughs> Some things in here don't react well to bullets. <laughs> <laughs> to pull up another Russian movie with Russians. I'm trying to look at this in like terms of like action, like the action movies that were coming out at the time, or like as they compare as it compares to action movies now. Yeah, it definitely is like a '90s, like late '80s, '90s sort of action kind of yeah movie. And then whereas the newer ones are much more. I don't know, Jason Bourne, I don't know, yeah. gritty. Well, I mean, that was, you know. I think it's still, so at least so far, at least from what I remember of the movie, and at least so far, I think it it still works, though. It's not like... Oh, yeah. It holds up. Well. Some, like, gross throwback, or it's not like a couple of the Timothy, Dal not the Timothy Dalton ones where it's like, we're trying really, really hard to be an action movie, like, Die yeah. Hard, or like the other ones, but... yeah. And, like, License to Kill tried really to be... Real. License to Kill was, like, really sort of, like, gruesome and, like... Yeah. Because of, like, you know, the sort of... Those kinds of movies you saw and the violence you saw in the 80s with action movies mm -hmm. and, like, Scarface and stuff. 
Yes. The cat is very interested in the. <laughs> the cat laptop. is very interested in everything in the, she's not supposed to In the recording to be. process. You're gonna fuck this up, cat. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the... somewhat synthy, like, male yeah. choir thing. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I basically love that. It's a Casio. <laughs> Yeah. It's a Casio, just like... But it's still very much <laughs> of that tradition. You even hear it now, like, in a movie, when there are Russians, yeah. you may have a male choir in the background. <laughs> it's like, it's the... It's like a soundtrack trope. Yeah. <laughs> or stereotype. Which, sadly, you don't get as much of now with... Yeah, this is the heyday of uh, Cold War and post-Cold War. Yeah, you really post-Cold War. Because, I mean, because this one... This was the movie where they had to be like, shit, we needed a reason to, like, <laughs> we need to figure out who the villains are. We need a reason to... It's not to obvious this. anymore. Yeah, we need to, We can't just have it be the Russians for reasons. <laughs> also kind of amazing, like, yeah, some of this stuff is like, okay, that's probably green screen and, like... It looks reasonably good. I mean, we are watching it Reasonably. on VHS. So yeah, which hides... The blur hides. <laughs> which hides, hides a lot of shit. Um, but, like, you know, it's amazing. Some of these, like, the jump off the dam. Yeah. That is 100%... Yeah. For realsies. Yeah. Like, because these are also... The, this is the days, like, I mean, it's <laughs> after... Eight. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting recording. <laughs> cat playing. Dog trying to... Trying to... Barking at the cat. But yeah, it's it's interesting. This is after, um, I mean, it's after Jurassic Park, so like computer graphics weren't like completely unknown, but they weren't really using them that much. No. Oh yeah, here we go. I'm gonna turn up the volume just a little bit. And it took a while for computer graphics to be just like universally good. Yeah, it's one of the better opening sequences, and then in terms of the theme, it's pretty much, it's probably one of the best. It's pretty good, yeah. It's I mean, it's classic. It now, it's not dated. It's fairly classic. You can hear it. It is sound of like a bit like a U2 song, because it is done well, by Bono and the Edge. Yeah. Um, and so it is somewhat... It is somewhat like typical of that sort of time period slash the people that wrote it. Yeah, but I mean, but that's the same I just mean, for you like have, a like, lot of you have the like Bond Tina songs. Turner singing it with like oh god, Ellen Cummings in this. Yeah, <laughs> you know she has like a big voice and it's all like orchestral and stuff. It's more along the same vein as like Goldfinger and stuff, as opposed to like Die Another Day or some yeah. other you know piece of garbage. Yeah, that's very dated and very. Yeah. <laughs> as usual, <laughs> naked lady silhouettes. <laughs> On like, Communist symbol era. basically <laughs> symbols of like what's in the movie. Yeah, it's like in so. What's case, in the uh, movie, and how do we have naked women dance yeah. around it? <laughs> They're running out of stuff. I mean, they've done underwater, definitely more than once. Yeah. Fire, like probably. Though it's like the the best ones, especially like <laughs> a lot of the gun comes out of her mouth. mouth. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> uh, dancing on gun barrels. So, like, probably the—I mean, the best 
opening was uh, like credit sequence is Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Particularly because it's mostly like thematic, like yeah. imagery from the movie. More than most. Way more so. Yeah. More than most. I like Casino like Royale's a lot certain too. Things, yeah. I like Casino Royale's like yeah. animated thing that they do with like the yeah. cards and stuff yeah an unpopular fandom opinion i like the song i like it i don't know Casino why people Royale. don't like it it's interesting i know a lot of people don't like that That's... song and i know actually recently the um james bonding podcast just put out a new episode after like eight months of yeah nothing um where they ranked the song three of them mm-hmm. ranked the songs. i think i've seen that yeah and this one they all like didn't really like this one was like closer to the bottom that's Goldeneye was close to the bottom. To me, it's just like it's pretty kind of classic Bond theme. That, you know, it doesn't yeah, do it's anything. very much like the '90s version of the Shirley Bassey. Yeah, ones. yeah, exactly. And obviously, if you're going to do that, you get Tina fucking Turner to do it. Yeah, yeah. Not as a uh, not as good as some other ones. Oh, but. The Aston Martin, <laughs> the classic Aston Martin. Yeah, that was the other thing that they end up kind of replacing in this movie, too. You get the Aston Martin here, but then later on you get BMW. Yeah. <laughs> God, the music. More kind of synthy. Yeah. Famke. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jean Grey! <laughs> so goofball. I just keep listening to this music like, oh my God, it is so goofball. It really is. And there's, like, you know, of course it's the mid-90s, so you have to have, like, in this case, I'm pretty sure, fake, like, little record scratches. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so... little... <laughs> <laughs> I... Oh, my God. Okay, so they literally closed caption his laughter as ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Not just laughing. Yes. Yeah, oh, this time. is this is a sign of how James Bond is suddenly like somehow slightly more respectful of women because he's like, yes, I'm going to challenge this one to a car race. I still want to beat her because she's a woman because I'm James Bond and I have to show I have like a five foot dick. But but like I will enjoy the sport of, of chasing you in your fancy car. Yeah, exactly. Before I put the moves on the person who's supposed to be evaluating me. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Of your dick. <laughs> A woman evaluating him? Lol. <laughs> They're already, like, introducing the, like, you know. Oh, look. Gender norms, gender rules. Yeah. They've it's... changed in the past several years. We should probably do something about that <laughs> have that reflected in our movies slightly more and they do do it to some extent like money penny she's not just yeah. like completely blindly smitten with him they undercut that in one of the movies in one of the brosnan movies though yeah where she has the they have the little virtual reality training thing oh yeah <laughs> And she's using it to pretend he's, like, about to do her on a desk or something. <laughs> like, oh, God. So, I mean, this one is interesting because, like, by 1995, like, they had sort of also caught up to the, okay, we need to 
change how this series deals with women to some extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By having him have lines like that. <laughs> He's bawling. She's like, oh, you. <laughs> so, you, you're such a bad boy. What am I going to do about you? So I haven't watched this movie in a while. And, you know, we're going back and oh looking God. at it. And it's like, I have it in my mind as like, oh, it's more progressive than the older ones. And it made an effort to because like, oh, it's the 90s. It's a new decade. But I feel like going back. There could very well be more scenes like that that are still like yeah. sort of like nah, kind of yeah. I think still it's still weird. <laughs> I think it's, it was the baby steps. Yeah, where it's like, well, as we'll see in a few minutes, um, they did big things like yeah. oh hey, Emma's now a woman. Yeah, and <laughs> calls him out on his sex on his, on his sexism. Yeah, um, but there's still. Yeah. A lot of stuff that they don't appear to get or see, like, <laughs> to be like, mm, this could be problematic. Of course, he has to wear the tuxedo. Like the overly like... sexualized female <laughs> villain. Or the fact that a lot of the women are still like, oh, you. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we get the to see him in The good girl is this, in this movie is pretty good, though. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So, we get to see him in a tux because it's just like a measure of how good of a bond you are. Yeah, I mean, this is this is kind it's like of the like... Bond, it's like a bond, it's like the element of like, it's like Miss Universe or whatever, how they yeah. have to go and they have to do like the talent thing and the bathing suit and whatever. <laughs> like with Bond, it's like you have to have the tux and as a measure. Oh, are they playing Baccarat? Yep. Oh my God, yeah. Once upon a time, we knew how to play that. We took out a book from the library. I thought we mainly just tried to figure it out from watching the James Bond movie. I think that too. I th- I got a book from the library after like around probably nerds! the time probably the, such nerds. probably around the time that this came out. It just looks like it's the same as any other stupid card game. Though my cards are higher than yours, so yeah, higher go. than without going over a certain some limit. variation of like poker or blackjack yeah. or whatever. It's just French and pretentious, so you know. One rises oh. to meet a challenge. Yeah, this movie definitely does have, and I mean all the the same things that like all the first Bond movies do, like the first one of a given actor's yeah. tenure, where it's like we have to have the Aston Martin DB5, we have to have, you know, the tuxedo, we have to have a moment where he says Bond, you know, the, the first time he says Bond, James Bond, we have to have, you know, these certain other things, especially things like you know, oh, in a casino or stuff like that, which is. Which is basically like, these are the touchstones from yeah. the Bond series. Yeah. Half of which, most of which are from Goldeneye. Or yeah. not Goldeneye, Goldfinger. Goldfinger, yeah. Um, the other gold one. Um, <laughs> that they kind of have to do in the first movie, especially yeah. to see like, to say like, yes, this person is James Bond. <laughs> or like, also it's sort of as an idea of like measuring up to. Yeah past bonds yeah. though well measuring up to in this case one past bond <laughs> <laughs> you measuring up to the connery yeah scale 
The others are sort of like, it's more like doing better than some of the others. Yeah. So what was the story with him? He was, uh, the story I think was he was going, potentially going to be Bond instead of Timothy Dalton, but he was tied up doing Remington Steel. Yeah. Well, what it was, well, really what it was is the, the network or Remy or the producers of Remington still dicking him around like oh, crazy. They were like, you are. Cause they were like, they hadn't said where they were going to keep him on or would let him, um, but either let him out of the contract or like, um, let him do the movie or something like that. Right. And like, it got down to like the day that they were going to announce it. If I remember the story correctly. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, no, we're doing another season yeah. or something like that. And basically like, so basically, they they announced like at the last minute. They told him like, "Nope, sorry, you're still under contract. Yes, yeah. you can't do the movie." Yada yada. Right. Basically, being a bunch of douchebags. World wouldn't be the same if uh, Timothy Dalton didn't do the two before this. And I can't remember if that was like the last season of Remington Steel or something. I think so. yeah, it was. I thought something... there was an extra like kick in the nuts. And like... there was yeah, there was like some. You just kind of got screwed. Yeah. Yeah. We're like. Basically, they wouldn't let him do it, and then within, like, six months, that job was done yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but... Yeah, so he would have been in... Living Daylights. Living Daylights. And License and to Kill. License to Kill, which... I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know if I can imagine it. <laughs> I mean, they do look very similar, but it's still hard to picture Brosnan's... Brosnan's Bond is like, well, Brosnan's Bond sometimes is varying level, you know, sometimes inconsistent. Yeah. He's in the, the, in the, the serious to jokey scale. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he does the, he does like the classic, like Connery suave and Mm -hmm. he does like a bit of like the goofiness. He doesn't do, he he doesn't do dark though. Yeah, and like does, when Felix Leiter gets half eaten by a shark, like yeah, I don't know, spoiler having, alert. I'm, I'm having difficulty imagining like yeah, how because we've never seen him. I guess I guess in the one I guess in um, Tomorrow Never Dies, there's a bit of a revengey sort of bit. I guess I never took it that seriously yeah. though. I don't know, but I mean, some <laughs> of the the other ones, like I think some of the other Brosnan movies, the problem is like they were trying to do the serious, maybe even somewhat dark sort yeah. of thing yeah and then kept undercutting it with goofiness like christmas jones oh fuck <laughs> just uselessness jesus christ christmas <laughs> jones terrible what's her face is like denise richards was that it yeah as a supposed supposed like nuclear scientist like hi i'm christmas jones it's like mm-hmm. nuclear yeah it's pronounced it's nuclear, nuclear. <laughs> Here comes the part that mom would fast forward. All the time. <laughs> this is here comes the bit that was well. This entire scene was kind of everyone. Like, everyone, hey, we're sitting here watching. Uh... Everyone listening, you have to fast forward this part because <laughs> mom would not approve. We do have one listener who's like, kid is like thirteen years old, who loves us. <laughs> Which, that was fun when we met them at Rhinebeck the first time and found out. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you've heard the things we said about Contempt Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Oh, my God. His mom's like, yeah, I listened to the episode first and just, like, skipped the things. <laughs> it's like, we swear to God. He's Canadian. 
She's killing a Canadian. Oh yes, his, on his ID, he's Canadian. <laughs> but yeah, like that was there was the bit where like we're in the, we're in the movie theater at like twelve and fifteen, watching this movie with our parents. Yeah, and it's just like oh god, with like, just, like so with, like really just like vague like PG kinky sex. Yeah, with her like. <laughs> strang crushing him with her legs because of course she can't be a bad a bond girl without undercutting yeah. her a bit uh, slightly by being like i kill people by racking my thighs around them they reference using I, that to orgasm i think she has a different name but they do reference her in living daylights when they're Seriously? going through like a list of like uh soviet assassins <laughs> they, they, they mention a woman and they have her like profile on the screen and stuff who you know strangulation with like hands and thighs or something like that and so <laughs> but they hadn't come back. up with the his name's chuck chuck farrell <laughs> chuck's a pretty it's a pretty like, canadian name <laughs> like an official id would have chuck <laughs> yeah. instead of charles well it's, can- it's canada his name's not Doug, at least. But I'm yeah, like bored. I was about to say, yeah, in Living Daylights, they hadn't come with the come up with the genius last name of On a Top. Yeah. Right up there with Pussy Galore. <laughs> what was it? Plenty O'Toole. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that one, because that's just not a memorable movie. And these are from the books, too. Like, at least... Pussy Galore Pussy is. Pussy Galore... Plenty of tools. I, I forget if she's in the book. I forget. But like Pussy Galore is that's that's the book. That was Ian yeah. Fleming all the way. Ian yeah. Fleming and his fucking weird issues. Yeah, with, with women. women and gays and yeah. lesbians specifically. Yeah. Like. Especially lesbians, because spoiler alert, in the book Pussy Galore is totally a lesbian. Yeah. Until James Bond. Because she's like damaged in some way, so yeah. obviously. Madness. And I think this was the first one that wasn't based in any way <clears throat> off a book. No, because all the other ones at least had like titles. <laughs> at least shared the title. <laughs> yeah, I think they even like. I think they always had more than that. Like there was always like mm. e- they at least took elements of it and they get scattered around like it's i think they take spy who loved me is the title and if there is other elements in it oh, from one yeah. of the stories it's not spy from that who loved me has nothing to do yeah. spy who loved me is a completely different yeah. book than the movie it is yeah and a lot of but them yeah. they get they take parts of this book and jumble it and kind of combine mm-hmm. it and stuff like that like a living daylights or not living daylights um license to kill has yeah. elements of different stuff in it yeah um that get mixed up with, I think, um, uh, the one in New Orleans. Uh, Live and Let Die? Live and Let Die. And yeah. stuff. I think they get kind of combine stuff. Yeah. And they just take, at least they just take that element, some element from a book, and plop it into a movie. But yeah, this one was completely different, I think. Yeah. The only connection it has is Goldeneye was the name of Ian Fleming's house in Jamaica. Jamaica yeah. Yeah, his estate in Jamaica. That's the only kind of connection that there is. Oh yeah, here we go. Here comes the computers. <laughs> Let's watch how the mid '90s handled computer nerds in movies because yeah. they're always like. Well, the especially because like this, because this is like a super fancy installation. These before you watch it, these would have been the top of the line, even like 
imaginary sort of stuff computers. These were the computers. Oh my god. <laughs> the size of that monitor. <laughs> like the size of the screen compared to the size of the box inside it. Oh my god. It has the 90s cliche of like strange like interfaces like Yeah. When you see people hacking and stuff, it's like what interface are you using? Like what <laughs> what are you doing? I don't think they quite go to the point of like having seeing the quick time movie bar moving across the bottom of the <laughs> oh, screen yeah. in Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park. <laughs> which is supposed to be a live feed, but <laughs> I, I don't know why I never put this together before, but there are two X-Men in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fan key's in this. Yeah. And then she's an X-Men. Gene and I don't, and and I don't know he's in this. <laughs> I don't never put the two together. <laughs> well, it might be mom. The perils of live recording. Hello. Steve has run upstairs. Ooh, slugheads. Oh my god. Yeah, and just, like, the entire, like, visual design of the computer screen. Like, at this time, this was like, oh my god, so fancy. I think we were still running... Well, it was 95, so, like, Windows 95 would just have been introduced. Most people would still have been using, like... Or before that, people would have been using Windows 3.1. So, like, woo, fancy. Oh my god, a map where you can actually see a red line. Moving in real time. <laughs> the internet, guys. The internets. Nobody cares. I get the feeling these people, these people, these are all people who've been working with him for like the last six months to a year. And I'm like, fuck, Boris, that ass. They're like, they're going for coffee and or whatever in the little break room. And like, sweet Jesus, Boris, that little pillock. <laughs> well, this reminds Dude, me, I, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I think this is the first Bond movie where Bond doesn't smoke. Yes, because this was after, I know Tim, like, I'm, like, almost sure Timothy Dalton did. Yeah. Um, and really, he, so far, we've only seen the bad guys smoke. Yeah. Because Zunya had a <laughs> Only terrible cigar. people smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's how they... Well, because, I mean, this was after, was like... You know, the major movement towards, like, not smoking. Or, like, how bad smoking was for you. Yeah came out and so like all of a sudden in movies now it's like no only bad people can smoke yeah and now just nobody basically yeah but yeah bond doesn't smoke in this good lord her clothes are so 90s <laughs> like they're not terrible like they're not i think she's supposed to look kind of like plain yeah like, they're just... just very i mean they're very basic you can still sort of tell looking at like the the shape and the cut of the skirt especially wearing them with the tights and stuff like that it's still somewhat 90s but it's like it wouldn't look that out of place today. No. 
His hand. He does the salute. Maybe we'll see some super 90, 90s clothes later. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I can't think if there's anything too no. 90s. It's not like the 70s Bond, where oh, it's just like, Jesus. oh, come on. It's like frilly shirts yeah, and like... Huge, uh, like... Um, lapels. Yeah. Enormous lapels. Bell bottoms. Oh my god. George Lazenby rocks in... That, that's late 60s, I think. Yeah. He rocks in pretty awesome, like, ruffles. Oh god. <laughs> that entire box <laughs> is plastic, like you... <laughs> yep. Oh my god, I never noticed that the keys actually have like a little eye <laughs> shape on the top. Like, like seriously? <laughs> seriously? Like. And this was still an era when like computers were just like this like mystery to people, or, yeah. to a lot of people, and just like technology and stuff. Well, I mean, we had. I think at this point we had like a, a small computer lab at our high school. That was running like. <laughs> Even he looks weird enough. He was like, "Okay, you're weird, you're nuts, but okay." Um, that was still running like Windows three point one. Yeah. And like, we didn't get a computer, personal computer, at home until like three years after this. Yeah, the first one like we got was Windows ninety five. So at the very yeah. least, it was. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. Before that, we had that electric typewriter. Yeah. It's a nightmare. <laughs> and like all the screens, pretty much all the screens in this, it's always like black background with like graphics drawn yeah. on it in different colors. It's so weird. As opposed to like, oh, I don't know, like Google Earth or something. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you kind of get a sense of like how dated the movie is in terms of like technology mm-hmm. and also the uh um all the like russian stuff mm-hmm. when like watching it now and also when you play the uh, the updated version of the golden eye game for the wii because they read they make it modern and stuff and it's just like yeah it's different <laughs> like because <laughs> technology changes cell phones yeah i know like it just struck me like oh yeah no one in this movie has a goddamn cell phone yeah you know which makes it kind of interesting the sense of like how many of these movie plots would be like vastly different if someone just had a cell phone yeah exactly I had to ventilate someone. I've always thought that was just like the most forced, like weird line ever. Like that's you know, that's supposed to be. Oh my god, that is such a model. That is like one hundred percent a model. (laughs) It looks like the Enterprise from. (laughs) It's not as bad as the models in uh, Star Trek. You only live twice. Those are some bad models. A new MI6 building. Yeah. 
and the most interesting na- named actual actress for Money Penny, Samantha Bond. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was on a date. <laughs> Yeah, this is the Look first, how she like... has, to, has to specify with a gentleman. <laughs> this is 95. People would have assumed it was with yeah. you. <laughs> oh, snap. Burn! <laughs> yeah, this is the first... Harassment. Uh, very much going out of their way to, like, change who Moneypenny is and how she interacts with Bond. And... But then she has some stuff like this. Someday you have to make good on your innuendos <laughs> as the punishment for sexual harassment. <laughs> It's like, mm, no, I don't think you guys get it. <laughs> oh shit, Michael Kitchen is in this! I totally forgot! Him? Yeah, he's um, Inspector Foyle. Oh, okay. From Foyle's War, As, and he's been on like a bunch of other British oh, okay. stuff that we've watched. Woo, Judy Dench! <laughs> oh, she was so awesome as M. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah, like it was. I thought it worked well. Yeah. The way they gave her a send-off. <clears throat> yeah. Instead of just had her, you know, disappear like the other M's and stuff like that. And, and actually sort of, you know, made the big plot of the movie, like, around her character. But, like... Yeah. I still miss her. Yeah. <laughs> Judy Dutch! <laughs> Even if it is sort of annoying that, like... <laughs> she's always... The, she's, like such a badass and everything, but it's always like Bond has to be right <laughs> about fucking yeah. everything. I like how she says that unlike the Americans, they don't get their news, news from, from CNN. CNN. <laughs> if only she could see 2016. <laughs> Smart girl. Today, the line would be, unlike the Americans, we don't get our news from, like, memes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We don't get our news from Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Or the kinds of bullshit posts that your 80-year-old aunt <laughs> posts. <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook. Fake news. What is it, that face? <laughs> it's like she's pooping something square. <laughs> she's she doing a really be. difficult poop. So hard she created an EMP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think all yeah. this would happen if there was an actual EMP. No. I don't think it causes a giant explosion. I think it'd just be like, huh. Well, these don't turn back on. <laughs> <laughs> poke, poke. Weird. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> That thing you were just saying that they didn't have the money to have. 
They just explode in midair. <laughs> for reasons. Okay, for reasons. Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a model. <laughs> Like, it doesn't look like it has any weight behind it as it goes plowing through. No, it really it's like doesn't. some kid with their little, like, plastic airplane going, Nyew! I love that scream. <laughs> it's a good scream. She's having a real 2016 kind of day, man. <laughs> There's a lot of explosions and stuff in that scene. They really yeah. went all in with that. You know, for someone who still fits, like, the Bond girl sort of requirements, I'm going to say in air quotes. Yeah. She does seem very believable in her role, and she is kind of like. Super badass. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's tiptoeing through the <laughs> through the room. <laughs> Which is I'm trying to think of like other sort of badass Bond girls before her. Who are obviously like super smart and capable on their own. Pussy galore. Kinda. Yeah, until she <laughs> just falls for Bond. Falls for Bond, dick. <laughs> well, especially because that's kind of like a. They had a... some some fairly rapey like. Kara and Living Daylight. She hit the one some who people was and... the cellist. Yeah, she was useless in like yeah. a lot of ways, but she also, like <laughs> she she hit some people and did things. She hit some people and did things. <laughs> Yeah. I, know. Um, I forget what the one There was May Day from Living Daylights. <laughs> I don't know. But was she was made out Jones? to be sort of like a freak. I don't know. She's just yeah, like portrayed that was sort weird. Of gross, like, oh, hey, here's a woman who doesn't fit, you know, typical standards of feminine beauty. Yeah. Let's call it, let's make her into some sort of freak show. Yeah. It's like, good lord. Yeah, I can't think of too many. I mean, they after Goldeneye, they really started to change kind of how the women were To portrayed. some extent. There's still well, some. I mean, yeah, I just compared to the very low bar of <laughs> the past. There's still some that are like... Mm, yeah. Like the one from Skyfall is sort of like... Mm. I can't remember who it was. The but. one who was basically like um, the bad guys. Oh yeah, she was weird. Yeah, they didn't yeah. really treat her that. Yeah, that was yeah. Great. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, look at that. He, she, Lisa, they. Gender neutral pronouns. <laughs> I'm thinking he was thinking more in like the plural rather than the <laughs> he, in the, he threw in the she though. Yeah. See, very. Got some gender equality. I think, going you on. know. James Bond can joke about the possibility 
that he has been with a dude in the recent in the yeah. recent movies. That's as far as they can go. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be doing the gender neutral program <laughs> pronouns in 1995. Enhance. 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 Of course, now they just enhance, enhance, and they yeah. see the mole on the back of her neck. Yeah. Puppies. Puppies! Convenient. <laughs> I mean, we saw them approaching yeah. the thing, or, or near the thing, but though I'm also kind of like, well, why were they up there in the first place? Yeah. Like, even at the beginning? <laughs> and now the kitten's fully asleep. <laughs> yep. That somebody picked that name the same way they picked the name for S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Basically the same level of subtlety. Yeah. They just didn't go the extra step to do a, an acronym for the Yanis Syndicate. <laughs> they didn't feel it needed to spell anything. It's like, mm, I think that's on the nose enough already. Let's just leave it as is. And she's drinking the hard stuff, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, to show that she's a ballsy bitch. <laughs> she's got some stones. She can go up against all these men. Uh. Old friend of yours. Same guy who would have been cast as a Nazi in every other movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy probably got Strode typecast yeah. as either, like, Soviet or Nazi. It's like all these people who are typecast as Nazis. It's like, what roles am I going to have now? It's like, thank you, Cold War. <laughs> Video just like cracked it for a second. Monogenous, monogenous dinosaur. <laughs> well, you are like 30 years old, 20 years older than he is. How did she find out? She followed through on that sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure M can just tell now, looking at the evaluations, being like, Ugh. or hell, she could probably look at everybody's at everybody's medical records, and she can tell that this woman now has like 16 different STDs <laughs> because James Bond is a walking STD factory at <laughs> this point, really. Uh. Though with Bond, it's probably like it's like Mr. Birds. He <laughs> has all of them, all these different diseases, which keep canceling each other out. It's like they're all trying to fit through a door at the same time. For your thirteen-year-old listener, <laughs> this is excellent advice. <laughs> Just get every STD. <laughs> no, sweet Jesus. Rando military parade. Well, this is Russia. Yeah. I just presume that they have military parades all the time, even now. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
I don't know if this is something you see in like when when it's like Americans in this kind of room, but like I feel like in like World War Two movies and with like Cold War movies and stuff, it's always like one table in like a giant room. Yes. Like huge oversized room. <laughs> in a miles long table with a good like five chairs of empty space. <laughs> yeah. Between the nearest dude on the council or whatever. <laughs> Though with the American ones, I have to wonder if, like, more often they just more copy the, the war room from Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He'll see the big board! <laughs> oh, Dr. Strangelove. Oh. Crumble, crumble, crumble. <laughs> rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> Someone just shit his pants. <laughs> Into his internal thought. Fuck. <laughs> Especially kind of interesting for this one because i think in 1995 too i don't think a lot of people had a real idea of like how the government of russia was even really operating no <laughs> like even now i'm not sure they do but other than putin putin is always there yeah but like i don't really have a sense of like who was in charge of the country or whatever oh cute <laughs> <Desmond> the <Mello. laughs> Pay attention, 007. BMW. So I'm particularly proud of. <laughs> oh god, gadgets. Yep. I'm like, I, I just like, oh yeah! Gadgets! And the introduction to the gadgets, we don't really get that much no. anymore. Like, a little bit in Skyfall Inspector. Yeah. But in Skyfall, it's like, here's a gun and a radio. <laughs> I like how they handled that, too. Yeah. They made it very, like, yeah. inten <laughs> intentional. Well, they got so crazy in the Brosnan ones. Well, they um, got so crazy in all of them. But especially, yeah, for yeah, each the era. And each one, it was sort of like, they kept just sort of, like, trying to outdo... <clears throat> the last ones and sometimes they'd bring it down a little bit like this one has got the well this one's got the car with a couple things it's got the exploding pen yeah which seem which is kind of like low tech-ish yeah and it's got like the it's got like the um you know the repelling thing yeah. in the the belt which is kind of like yeah standard that's sort of base yeah. level bond spy gear yeah <laughs> click <laughs> of course we were those nerds later on trying to t keep track of the, yeah. the pen clicks <laughs> 
around the world. <laughs> Ugh, speaking of terrible Bond songs. Uh, Fuck that song. God. Hot garbage. <laughs> well, it just makes me extra sad because the orchestration in that song is so yeah. gorgeous. And I'm so glad that when Mom and I went to the... We went to that concert last mm-hmm. year of the Bond music at the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. They had actually... They were the first to play the new orchestration, the orchestra version of yeah. Writings on the Wall. They still had someone singing along with it. Yeah. Um, but like, so it was night really lovely that I actually got to hear it live with a live orchestra because the orchestration is gorgeous. Yeah. The rest of it is no. terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Wade. Wade. Jodan Baker. Felix Leiter 2.0. <laughs> yeah, basically. He's a good character. I like him in these. Mm-hmm. It's like a reoccurring character. He actually he calls plays him a good American. Jimbo. Yeah, he plays a good like American kind of stereotype. Yeah, I guess of. And he's comic relief and stuff. Yeah, but he's still competent too. Like he's yeah. If I remember correctly, he's not entirely played for laughs, or not no. entirely, like... No, he's just, like, brash, and just sort yeah. of, like, you know, he's just, not you sophisticated, know. he's, you know, he calls him Jimbo, but yeah. he's, he's competent. He's not the sheriff from Live and oh, Let Die. God. <laughs> A racist <laughs> Louisiana <laughs> sheriff. Takes, who adds at least, doubles the syllables in every single word yeah. that he says. But yeah, I mean, he's like played for, often played for laughs, but he's not like his ability is yeah. never taken into yeah. question. Yeah, unlike <laughs> there's the CIA guy who's kind of a joke in um, Quantum of Solace, Lighter's boss. Yeah, but well, he's just like scummy and like a yeah. sellout, and yeah, yeah. Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Calling James Bond Jimbo. Though actually, really, Jimbo works even better for James Bond than anyone else. Because it's like Jim Bo. For <laughs> two letters of his there last name. Zukowski! <laughs> <laughs> He's a good recurring character too. Yeah. I think he's only in this and then um, the world is not enough, but he's good. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, more the com- computer store. More computers. More looks, computers. It looks this. just like an Apple store. <laughs> oh yeah, totally looks like an Apple store. You know, that, that whole, you know, glossy. Oh yeah. Yes, now the specs that she's going to be asking oh, for. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Fourteen, 14 four motives and five hundred meg hard drives. Yeah. 
I have no memory of 14.4 modems. I only remember I 56. I have USB sticks that have more memory than those. <laughs> my USB sticks have like... Farts have more memory. <laughs> have like now. 16 times. My, my minimum USB stick has 16 times more memory <laughs> than that computer. Yeah, it's like, how much did it cost? <laughs> yeah. Like 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and 14K modems. You can buy micro as like 8 gigabyte yeah micro sd cards for nothing yeah i think the micro sd card i have in my phone is yeah. like 10 times <laughs> yeah and those computers like, probably cost two thousand dollars or yeah. something yeah 14k modem i remember on a 56 I on dial up like it taking like half an hour to download a three minute song yeah. if you're lucky. And some jackass called you on the phone and <laughs> ruined it. God damn it. Yeah. You go to pick up the phone and you're like, yeah. You had to commit to stealing music then. <laughs> you had to earn it. You had to half an hour a song. It's a commitment, man. Yeah. You remember trying to balance your Napster queue? It's like, <laughs> fuck, this one isn't downloading as fast. And then like pause that one so something else can download. And the dial-up noise to get on the computer. That just hits, like... It's just, like, dopamine in my brain when I hear that. It's like, oh, it's so good. The nostalgia of that sound. And somehow they were like, you know, taking over the world with with 14k modems. Yeah. It's like, yes, you were a hacker, quote unquote. <laughs> I love in uh, um, um, Tomorrow Never Dies when he's like, you know, he's like this big, like, he owns all the media companies and stuff. He's like, newspaper. <laughs> no, one, no one cares. <laughs> That is hilarious, too. Yeah, I think that was from like 1997. Yeah, I think yeah. We saw like newspapers, magazines, <laughs> radio. I want to dominate all the media, and it's like, oh sweet god. <laughs> it's like yeah, five years. The internet will take care yeah. of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Random appearance. Uh, oh yeah, mini driver. Yeah, <laughs> mini driver in a bun movie. Yep, and a very bit part too. Just some like lounge singer and some crappy, creepy, scuzzy <laughs> Russian lounge. <laughs> It's like one step up above, like a strip club. <laughs> or maybe it's just the afternoon act warming up for the strippers that are coming out.
You wake up the kitty. <laughs> but she's so soft. <laughs> and quiet and still. <laughs> and not trying to eat the recording equipment. Yeah. I always think of this line when my knee hurts in the winter. <laughs> you know how long the winter lasts in this country. <laughs> well, it depends. Well, if it's like Canada, like fucking yeah, seven months. Yeah, depending on where you are. Yeah, here six months, and this is the best case scenario, <laughs> other than Vancouver. Yeah. Dance. <laughs> oh no! Was he might shoot him in the junk, and that would be the worst place ever. <laughs> I mean, there are some major arteries right near there, so yes, but... He's very bond. Bu- he's been abused enough there. <laughs> this is before Casino Royale, though. Casino Royale is a... Is a... I'm not getting into this debate. <laughs> <laughs> not getting into it. <laughs> into the, to the timeline debate? Yeah. Which, like, nerd boys can keep debating on the internet as long as they want, because... And it's never going to have an answer, because here's the answer. The writers don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. No one cares. At best, they decided with with uh, Daniel Craig that, okay, this is like... A reboot. A reboot. Complete a reboot. Bond. Like, start from the ground up. Though in that case, like... Though you still have the Aston Martin. Yeah. That's that true. That M recognizes. Well, yeah, exactly. And knows that it has... The ejectors. The eject the, button. Yeah. But all the old ones, like, across different bonds, they reference, like, he's an orphan, which, okay, fine, you get all of your spies from yeah. orphanages, because you're terrible people, but, like, <laughs> but they died, in their, their name's Bond, they died in a, cli- in a climbing accident, mm-hmm. they reference his marriage across yeah. three different bonds. Yeah. So they even reference him being married in the, oh, they reference it in Timothy Dalton, they reference it in, uh, yeah, in Pierce Brosnan, too. I, I think, think in Pierce Brosnan, it's a very subtle one, or it's not a outright yeah. reference. I think they sort of like Roger Moore. I think it's someone like it. someone's like, "Have you ever lost someone that you loved, or something like that?" Yeah. And he just doesn't say anything, but he just has a look on his yeah. face, and it's like, so if you know, but I like mean, if you've seen the yeah. earlier ones, then yeah. Who else but... is it talking about? Some rando that he doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> You know. Or like what's Terry Hatcher's character in Tomorrow Night yeah. Dies who supposedly he had a past with? Yeah. Which doesn't actually like which never actually gets sold to me. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like that's supposed to be like him being like wanting revenge and being sort of like, Oh, I'm serious now. Yeah. And it's just kinda like I'm eh, you know. Except it still goes total goofballs. Yeah. Oh my god, the chest hair on that man. <laughs> well, he certainly takes after Connery in that case. Yeah. <laughs> See, referencing, safe referencing joke. safe sex, you know. That's good. 
Yeah, but whether he actually has anything with him in this case, or actually yeah. uses actually does save sex, like, that's another thing. Yeah. Again, the man is a walking STD. <laughs> Get all the STDs. Weird. <laughs> Very strange. Like, we have to have an overly sexualized villain. <laughs> Female villain. She has to use her sexuality against men. <laughs> Because what other tool does women ha- do women have? Oh, his stupid gaspy pain face. Oh my god. <laughs> Brosnan is... I agree with the James some... Bonding guys. His, his pained acting he, is pretty terrible. He gets some... He has some amazing looks on his face throughout, the, throughout his run. He, there's some pretty amazing... I mean, everyone looks weird when they're underwater, too, but he has some, like, weird underwater faces. And some <laughs> of the, Roger Moore has some really brutal underwater faces, too. But. <laughs> I wonder if that's a real... They just make that There's up. There's been or... a few times where, like... That's the second they time she's said other it. words, yeah. But there's a few other times where, like, I don't trust the captioning to have spelled it correctly. <laughs> yeah. I also don't trust the writers, though, to have yeah. chosen real words. <laughs> Judo chop! <laughs> Judo chop! To the back of the neck to instantly knock her out. <laughs> I have to wonder if that's something that'll change in future Bond movies too, like the fast and loose like movie head injury sort of thing. You know, yeah. as it becomes more of a thing with like football and with like sports and stuff of how terrible <laughs> concussions actually are for you. Yeah. Or if they're still just gonna go with the trope of like Concussions are fine. You can get knocked out for like twenty minutes and you'll be totally good. Whereas if it's like if you'll just not, go crazy. Whereas like, like if you <laughs> actually lose consciousness, consciousness, you need to go to the hospital like fucking yeah. now. <laughs> it's it's no big deal. They'll just wake up. They'll be fine. And then ten years from now, they'll you know just go crazy and you know <laughs> they'll have dementia. Or... Yeah. Clean. Or pull a Chris Benoit or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I can't just, edit it. No. I can't edit this. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, sadly. In a few instances yeah. of like how terrible that can be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They might uh, start treating that differently. Because, yeah, in so many of these movies, it's just like, whack to the head, you're unconscious. No yeah. big deal. It's like, and it's like a. I need to dispose of you for five minutes. Yeah. And so I'm just going to knock you oh, out. Oh, <laughs> I need the bad guys to have James Bond in their clutches. We'll just knock him out. Yeah. Even though, like, when you think it's... Oh, and, yeah. And even, even when... How many times has James Bond been concussed? Yeah. And even <laughs> though when you think it through, too, like, if you think, like, okay... Dun, dun, dun! Oh, my God, he's not actually dead. <laughs> what? But Sean Bean always dies. <laughs> Well, there's still a movie left. <laughs> yeah, now I want to know how many times he's been... Con- I mean, there's 20-something movies. I'm pretty sure he's knocked out in at least 
once in every movie, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he almost has to be. But, like, in some cases, too, it is very obvious. Like, when you think about it, you're like, wait a minute. He has to have been unconscious for at least, like, half an hour. Yeah. If not, like, an yeah. hour. That is very bad. Yeah. That is, like, you have bleeding on the brain and you're yeah. going to die if someone doesn't drill a hole in your skull to relieve it right now. Yeah. Like, it's not good to lose consciousness at all from a blow to the head, but, like, the longer yeah. that you are unconscious, the worse it is. <laughs> They just recruit orphans. Yeah. Well, she even says, I think in Skyfall, like, orphans make the best agents. They don't have, like, family ties. I just realized I have, like, no memory of, like, the historical context around that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting seeing how the movies handle, like, you know, you start watching them from, like, the 60s and how they handle, like, different you know, issues in terms of, like, gender and race, and, and they often don't handle them well, but you see... Yeah, that one do not handle You them see a progression well, over time. Well, they really well. are, like, little microcosms or, like, little time capsules Yeah, of, you like, can definitely tell... Yeah, you can definitely tell, you like, know? what the values of the time were yeah. in the sense of what they felt they had... What they felt they had to change from previous editions. Yeah, and what they had to <laughs> sort of... Yeah, how they had to depict things. And, and it's reflected in everything, too, like the music... Right? Like in the themes and everything. Like all the 80s ones sound super 80s. And <laughs> and even like the main Bond theme like has like the kind of like surf rock kind of thing. And the only reason it does is because surf rock was popular for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> when that came out. Like if the yeah. movie came out before or after, it just, it, you wouldn't have that iconic um, sort of like surf or pseudo like surf rock guitar riff. Yeah. He's working on more concussions, smashing his head into the dashboard. Yeah. Like, here's James Bond's version of making technology work by smacking it. <laughs> the good old days when you could do that. It actually made things work. Oh my god, Smirsh was an actual thing? I'm looking up the history of, like, these Cossacks <laughs> on Wikipedia, and yeah. I'm scrolling through, and it's like, it says, the, on 28th of May, 1945, told they would be resettled in Canada or Australia, the Cossacks were transferred to Smirsh custody. Hmm. Okay. I, I just know. always assumed that was a, a Bond made-up yeah. thing. More so. I don't it's think not. it ever really comes up in the movies much. No. More the novel. It's a huge Maybe big the deal. older movies, yeah. like Moonraker or something. The, but... like, Russian whatever it is. I'm not yeah. going to attempt to pronounce it, but, like, the Death Despised thing. Yeah. Um, that's referenced in Living yeah. Daylights, but... I love how the video keeps, like, cutting it, because, you know, the tape is 20 years old. More than 20 years old. So the video keeps kind of, like... Waving and crapping out. 
1945. Oh, no, maybe it works. Sean Bean born. You try to do the math of whether or not he actually could be. <laughs> yeah. Because, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is 1995, like. Yeah. He was born, Sean Bean was born in 1959. Hmm. So, like, his parents could have if they were still fairly young or, like, had him very late. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a Bond movie. Just pushing the timeline don't, there. Don't think too hard. Don't think about it too hard. It's a Bond movie. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> oh, was that another concussion? No, no. They just he was outnumbered. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. They were surrounded by yeah. cops or military or whatever. <laughs> Look, while I manhandle you, <laughs> grab you and shake you, you have to trust me as I grab you by the shoulders and get in your face. And shake you. And get in your face, which is not exactly designed to make women trust you. Pro tip. <laughs> Like here's a here's the thing, Bond. Maybe don't go for like the overly aggressive body language. <laughs> Women have a fairly finely tuned sense of like what is threatening activity from a dude. Yeah. You got the sad music playing. <laughs> But is the sad music synthesized? <laughs> Here we go. Nope. Interrupted. He gets interrupted. <clears throat> <clears throat> Bond just swabbing his way out of situations. <laughs> I suddenly imagine Bond as like a D and D character with like like a nineteen charisma or something. Right now he's just botching his roles, but like half the time. But especially, and he must have some sort of like strange charisma modifier or something in, the, in his uh, in his abilities, where it's like plus two whenever he has to try to use charisma on a woman. <laughs> or no, more like a plus five. Let's say. Maybe like a minus one to other dudes just because they're intimidated by his sexiness. That's <laughs> his turn to crap his pants. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's rolling like 18s, 19s. 
running and all sweaty and his hair messed up. I'm just glad there isn't this kind of corruption in Russia in 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so glad they've gotten their shit together. Yep. Oh, I just yes. realized he has his collar, his shirt unbuttoned, like the top button of his shirt unbuttoned. I'm like, he looks really, like, messed up. Like, he's, <laughs> it's like, oh, he's just got the one button undone. <laughs> Disgrace. Yes. You turn right. Go up the stairs. <laughs> it's just like the game. This bit Shoot I the offices. From the game, video game layout, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the best yeah. track on the score. Yeah, it definitely is. Possibly because it sounds like it might actually be actual interest in instruments. Yeah, I think so. Instead of like just synthesizers. Kick in the door. <laughs> and the stacks. It's just like the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, so many hours. That was like one of the biggest games of yeah. all time, too. Yeah, it was like, pretty... It was one that was that like future video games uh, video games for years were compared against in terms of like console first person shooter yeah. multiplayer and just like multiplayer fun too yeah well i think it was one of the it didn't age particularly it's one of the well, first but... ones to have the multi the the sandbox multiplayer um at least in terms of con like or pc big, or the, well, like pc like pc console. snobs didn't like it but like <laughs> but snobs. in terms of like console and stuff like yeah it was Probably one of the PCs knows how to run it off like 3.5 floppies or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was done well, and it was a good game. There's parts when the frame rate goes down to like nothing. <laughs> it's pretty brutal, but at the time, yeah, but I seem to remember it was like one of the one of the earliest ones where like you and. I think even up to like three other people. Yeah, it was four. Like, yeah. yeah, four people could like just do like straight like multiplayer, yeah. just to hop in, you know, this setting and like shoot the hell out of each other sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> Gadgets. One of those parts in like movies where it's like he jumps out the window and then like oh they're like what are the, all the soldiers doing that were like five feet away from the window? No, no, like, why are like they oh, at the window shooting down. He got outside. <laughs> of the oh no, I have to escape. Look over at the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the first instance yeah. of the classic of theme. the classic Bond theme, yeah, yeah, of the full out Bond theme too. Yeah. Like 
not just the da, 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 yeah da. of which there like are always like little, 20 variations oh in God. any bond movie it's like every bond movie uses that as like background for yeah. everything but and the first one where they actually like use the orchestral version yeah instead of just like little elements of it in the he just like drifts in the tank <laughs> handbrake turn <laughs> Ooh, J turn. <laughs> well, I imagine too with <laughs> that much mass, like once you start getting it moving, and the treads, I don't know, like how much how much grip they have on the. I have no idea on the roads, other than through sheer friction through the weight. <laughs> Of course, that bar of light goes right over his eyes. In my mind, he pops back out and, like, straightens his tie. Oh, he doesn't straighten his tie. Oh, well. <laughs> I think there is a moment where he does that. He must. Like, he has to. This is James Bond. <laughs> it's like in Skyfall with Daniel Craig, like... Why is there an explosion? Hopping down into the train car as yeah. the back of it is getting ripped off. Yeah. And just being, like, tug, tug at his yeah. sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Like straightening the sleeves of his shirt. I was like, can you spin the wheels of a tank? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like. <clears throat> I would think it weighs so much that, like, I don't know if you can really have the slippage of the treads. Yeah. Like, I think it would just tear up the tarmac before it would. A couple dudes splashing around in the water. <laughs> so, like, one thing for these older car chases and the older, like, action movie sort of sequences. I think you can see, like, like the dummy in the, <laughs> in the seat. Like, one thing for the. For these, like, even though now it's it seems sort of like, you know, they are dated in some ways, you can see what is going on. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, Michael Bay. Yeah, it's not like shaky cam, quick cut, I don't know what the heck is happening sort of yeah. thing. And they're not, like, it's, they're it's, not boring. No. Yeah, and they're not boring. Like, I mean, you go back far enough to, like, some movies and I just what they consider, like, action-y, like, car chases and stuff. They're just, like, because of the way that they're filmed and edited, it's just, yeah. like, uh, this is hard to, like, really buy as, like, a... Yeah. Se- like a intense, or, like, some of the like... older Bond movies where it is obvious that they filmed it <laughs> at, like, 20 miles an hour. And sped it up. <laughs> and sped up the footage. <laughs> yeah. A little product placement for Perrier. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> a little subtitle. I like this little treatment of the yeah. Bond theme. I think it's similar to one of the ones we got in the one of the Spectre trailers that I really liked. Mm. 
They go all out with the transportation modes in this movie. You got cars, you got a train, you got a tank, you got a plane. Well, that's no kind of that's boat. that's also part of the we need to make our mark. We need to. There's you know, the little tie adjustment. Yes, there was the tie adjustment. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, because I mean each each Bond movie does have that sort of like oh, what's another goofy kind of you know mode of, mode transportation. of transportation or something. Like <laughs> yeah, some way that we can use some sort of you know mode of transportation. Yeah. What if they have a freaking Easter Island head on the front of that <laughs> yeah, train? So weird. I know it's probably like for snow, but it looks like an Easter Island head. It does. Um, just strolls up with the tank, one hand on the wheel, arm propped on the on the, on the side. Expect to start like bouncing. Hydraulics. <laughs> Hydraulics. <laughs> the back end goes up. Fuzzy dice swinging us off the off the main turret, the cannon, off the main cannon. But yeah, I mean, like I was saying, every Bond movie has its sort of, um, you know, bigger, badder modes of yeah transportation, like you know, speedboats and yeah, skidoos and everything. So, I mean, part of that is, with this one, is making that mark of, like, okay, we need to do something big. Yeah. Tank chase through the middle of Moscow, through St. Petersburg. (laughs) Yeah. And freaking Easter Island train. (laughs) Easter Island train. But with, like, super decadent Romanov, practically Romanov-era, like, train car. Yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. See, this is another thing. Yeah. This is a sort of dated thing. It's I mean, like, he's a villain, but yeah. But that's also sort of the gro- the gross thing that, like, you know, if you have a woman, if it's a woman, there has to the the threat to her has to involve like yeah. sexual threat or like, yeah. like it's gross. It has to be like uh, yeah. <laughs> It doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the modern ones are not much better, or if any better. It's like, yeah, he's a villain, but they're also not treating it with, like, the weight and, like, severity of it. Yeah. It's just like, oh, he's scummy. Yeah. And it's also like, oh, he can't just, like, threaten violence to her, or has can't, like, yeah. threaten harm to her, threaten her life. He has to, like, threaten sexual violence specifically. Yeah. And really, I mean, you look at what he's, like, saying and doing, he's not appreciably different from, like, not, you know, yes, Bond not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. If any, you know. I mean, again, he, he's just pussy sucked, galore. He's worse at it than Bond is, yeah. like, in terms of, like, seducing, quote-unquote. Yeah, that's something that's like, you can watch a movie from the 90s, and even then, like, the 90s doesn't, I mean, especially to us, it's not that long ago, and mm-hmm. it seems reasonably modern, but... Mm-hmm. Well, and to us, you to you gross. and I, too, like, it seems reasonably modern, because to us, that was, like, our teenage years, yeah. and to some extent, we're like, wait a minute, no, how was that 16 years ago? Yeah, exactly. Or 20 years ago, in this case? Yeah. Like, this was 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like... You know, I have kids coming up to get, like, teen cards, 
at the yeah. library and it's like wait <laughs> the fuck you mean you, you were born in 2003 what do you mean you got three <laughs> Your one weakness. You're thinking with your dick. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the way he says Gross. I love too. Ew, and the way she's like sucking on the finger of her glove. Oh. God. <sighs> so some things had improved. Yeah. Some things not so much. Yeah. Good lord, Bond. Baby steps. Very tiny baby steps. I don't think Bond ever. I'm trying to think of any instances where Bond has ever like led the way when it comes to like progress on these kinds of things. Like oh, it no. always follows. Like it's always like, oh shit, we better get our act in gear. We probably yeah. can't depict women like this anymore. We yeah. probably can't, you know, say this or do that. Yeah, I don't really think it's. It's never on the forefront of anything. Yeah, I think with with the Bond movies, I think it's always been more like, not even like, oh, this is the way that society is going. It's more like, oh, people are really not going to put up with this anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be... It's not anticipating anything. It's just, yeah, like responding. It's more like, oh, I guess we really can't do yeah. this anymore. We're going to get into shit. <laughs> or we're going to hear flack about it. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, see, so they do make some progress in that sort of sense. Yeah. Where she's like very assertive, obviously knows what she's doing. Yeah. Uh, can do he's, something. He's not mansplaining the internet to yeah. her. <laughs> she can do something that he can't and that is like demonstrably like very. Where she, you know, her, her skills are are very much needed for him to succeed and like she makes a demonstrable difference in yeah. the actions that go on not just like reaction reacting or <laughs> Excuse me? That part always bugged me as a kid because I was like, yeah, it's a chair. It's a chair. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest. I'm 12 and I can get this. <laughs> you don't take it with you. Your ass kind of has to come with you. 
Toronto! <laughs> it's like more Canadian references than any Bond movie ever. Only the novels have more, and only that's because he has to fly through Newfoundland all the time. I'm trying to remember who the writer of this was. If it was anybody. <clears throat> I think it was Paul Haggis worked on the later ones. Hmm. Or one of the later ones. <laughs> Our trip. <laughs> Punch it? Can I punch it? <laughs> Plus, I get the I get the the vibe from her character that she's sort of like, okay, you're cute. I'll totally do you. Yeah, I know this is not going anywhere. You're kind of a hot mess, but let's. <laughs> but we, it can be fun <laughs> until then. And also, like, she doesn't go into it with any sort of, like, oh, yes, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Or any sort of, like, oh, you saved my life. Yeah. He's still more like, hmm, yeah, you're kind of fine. I'd like to get me a piece of that. <laughs> Plus, free trip to the worker's paradise of Cuba. <laughs> Okay, the island is not that big. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably gonna be some people around. Like, not that far away. Like, you can't be. Not like you're in, you know, northern Manitoba. Yeah, or something. I was to say, yeah. Like, I have been through northern Ontario, where there wasn't literally like another person for miles. Yeah. Other than the people who were on the train with me. <laughs> Of course, now I'm wondering, like, how did he get to Cuba? I was just thinking the same thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, CIA, CIA agent. Well, he's. No, I'm he's, sure they were, sneaking. you know, sneaking in, but it's still like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. He probably. I mean, if they went yeah. in, they probably didn't fly in in a tiny plane dressed like an asshole. So. Yeah. <laughs> Borrow the plane from a friend at the DEA. <laughs> Cleared an hour later. <laughs> oh, maybe they're not in Cuba. Yeah, the Marines too. How the Marines? Yeah, how the Marines gonna get into Cuba and no one's gonna notice? Cause um, 
Okay. Last time I checked. <laughs> yeah, didn't work so well. Last time I checked, you know, the American military involvement near Cuba was like, <laughs> other than well, other than one very small specific place, yeah, you know, any larger military action didn't go so well. Nope. Near a certain bay. <laughs> yes. Named after I mean, named after some pigs. <laughs> Thoughtful face. And we get the, yeah, we get the, uh... Brooding. Yeah. He's brooding by the ocean, because he's so, <laughs> like, mysterious and broody. <laughs> We're taking James Bond seriously, you guys. <laughs> For three minutes. <laughs> For three seconds. We're gonna give him some depth. Until it's interrupted with a crotch shot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, seriously, come on. Like, seriously, you had to center that crotch, that shot right <laughs> on so, her crotch? So, so bizarre. Get over it, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> She just spent like half the movie yelling at him, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. I feel like she kind of breaks her accent there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always stood out to me. <laughs> How dare you be right about what you're saying, psychoanalyzing me? I must forcibly kiss you. <laughs> To reassert my dominance over you. <laughs> and then, of course, she's like, oh, kiss me again. <laughs> All right. Fade to fireplace. <laughs> Girl, you need to go get yourself tested. <laughs> Because of the poor resolution, I just see, like, fuzz. Like, <laughs> vague fuzz on his chest. His chest hair is in soft focus. For all I know, it could just get up and move. It's just a poodle laying on his chest. <laughs> it's hard to tell with the crappy VHS resolution or video quality. I can't tell if this is, like like 90s romantic scene haze or if there's VHS haze <laughs> it seemed hazier than it has been Like he said that you have nothing to do with your insertion into Cuba. They could have been in the Dominican in that last scene. Yeah, maybe. Because now Bond is flying the plane. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. And then that would that have been totally... Be or Haiti, be. too, but like the Dominican is like a... Yeah. You know. <clears throat> 
So maybe they weren't in Cuba in that one. I don't need to figure out, like, wait a minute, how the hell is a CIA agent just Although, like, again, boom, here I am? I mean, it's a Bond movie. Yeah, who knows? It's like, it's a Bond movie. You know there's going to be something under the water. <laughs> it's going to be under the Secret water. Secret lair. Or inside a mountain. <laughs> oh my god. That looks like... Looks like one of the train layouts from <laughs> one of Dad's buddies. <laughs> like just that shot of it coming over the plane going over the lake. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it looks like the little, like, fuzzy trees, with, like, <laughs> fake trees, the model railroad layouts. Yeah. Like. More head injuries. Yeah. And really, you guys, it's no better if you're, like, dazed after the crash and then collapse unconscious a little <laughs> few minutes later. Like, it's no better. Yeah. I kind of forgot how much of, like, a helmet of a head, like, hair he has. Hmm? I just kind of forgot how much of, like, a helmet of, like, hair yeah. he has. It's not, like, Remington Steel. No. Remington Steel, that is, like, that is just, like, solid, like, <laughs> hair. I'm thinking it is somewhat similar to Dad's. <laughs> I don't think Dad's was that puffy. Had that much not volume. as puffy, no. Didn't have the volume, but similar sort of, like, sculpted Ken doll look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but you know dad's was a toupee so <laughs> according to uncle scott yeah family in joke <laughs> my uncle when he first met my dad he thought his hair was a toupee <laughs> oh my god how puffy her hair is at the front like she's got it pulled back yeah but her her the the puff of, like, the front of it. Yeah. Like, look how much volume it has. <laughs> That's super 90s. Oh, he's got another funny face here. <laughs> Straighty face. Again, it like he's trying to shit something square. Like, super constipated. <laughs> Jeez, she's unconscious again. <laughs> Convenient, convenient Y-shaped tree. Yeah, in the crotch of a tree. <laughs> everything explodes. Just everything explodes. <laughs> Poor Jean Grey. <laughs> good well, if she's like Jean Grey, so she'll be lame. back. Yeah. Jean Grey doesn't stay dead for long. (laughs) 
do it, nerd. <laughs> He's all like, you know, if I wasn't a 90 pound weakling, I'd totally punch you. <laughs> Rising shaft. <laughs> it is a bond. Is this symbolic? It's a James Bond movie. Everything is symbolic. <laughs> Usually dongs. <laughs> Basically, yes. All the innuendo. Nothing beats. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh, oh my god. That was just the absolute worst. The absolute worst. That is the worst. <laughs> and yes, in case you haven't seen all the James Bond movies, yes, that is an actual goddamn line. <laughs> I think they must have come up with the line first somehow, yes. and then named her. Yes. Like there's. So no <laughs> I'm not sure if that that's probably about to equal to the. I think he's attempting re-entry. <laughs> oh yeah. In like was it Moonraker? <laughs> yeah. One of the ones when they're obsessed with space because it was, you know, that time and everything happened in space. Yeah, it must have been Moonraker. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. More models. Oh. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That is such a model. Like, I can practically see, like, I can practically just see the stick that it's on. That is just like, that footage looked like it was in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Possibly was. Yeah. I don't think they, they didn't seem to rely too much on computer stuff in this movie as much. Because it's so, like, computer animation and graphics. And, well, this was 1995. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, they could have. It would just probably look like garbage. So yeah. It's probably best that they didn't. In ways, like, it probably was sort of, like, maybe computer augmenting yeah. stuff. Like, with the models, like, taking the model and then adding a background yeah. or something like that. Or, yeah. you know, controlling the lighting or whatever. There wasn't a hell of a yeah. lot they could do. You got a lot more in, like, uh, Die Another Day with the car. Yeah. With the... Stealth car, the or, yeah, the invisible car. Yeah. Kitten. <laughs> um, and I mean, even now, like the Bond producers, like sort of pride themselves too, and like still doing a lot of like stuff for yeah. realsies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, in Skyfall, like they are actually on top of a goddamn train. Yeah. You know, or it's actual train cars that go flying through the, like, the, or actual, like, subway cars that yeah. come in, yeah. like, on a track in the, one of the chase scenes in Skyfall. A little, little laser beam going up to the board. <laughs> In terms of the bras and movies, this is probably the best one, right? Yeah, I think they all sort of... It is sort of a downhill progression. Like, yeah. You know, 
I think my order is I mean, exact, have, like, like, reverse chronological order. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they all start to have, like, more and more problems. Like, the one after... Which one was the one after this one? Tyrone like, never dies Tyrone after, after dies? this. Oh, yeah, I just See, remembered, like I just remembered how they handle the, I don't know, the Asian character. I forget what oh, her name good is. Lord, yeah. It's pretty... You cannot move or do anything without going, yeah! <laughs> because she's Chinese. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Well, because that's that one that was... Again, reacting to stuff happening in movies. Like, I think that was after, like, Jackie Chan. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. yeah. And um, there was another actor, too, who was doing lots yeah. of... Um, uh, Jet Li. Jet Li, yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's like, oh, we gotta have more of this in there. Yeah. Yeah, it was that one, and then... Um, and, like, Toronto never dies. Toronto never dies, world is not enough. Die That's a weird villain motivation plot problems. Yeah. Mainly with his, like, let's control the media by creating media, <laughs> by creating stories and stuff, but it's, that aspect has not aged well for reasons we already yeah. mentioned. Um, <laughs> well, he, and also he's like, he made the news, like he actually, they actually did stuff where it's like, yeah. apparently you don't have to, you can just lie and make things up and yeah. report false news. You don't actually have to do yeah. these things. You control the media. You yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he made way too much work for himself. Yeah. But, and also, like, he's just so bonkers. Yeah. Like, he's just so balls out crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's hard to believe that he would have been able to get to that point. Yeah. Because he's just so, like, to the point of being that powerful and stuff, because he's just so mental. Die Another like, Day has some interesting stuff. I thought the opening sequence is really good. Um, him getting captured and stuff is kind of interesting, but then like there, there's other. That, it's it's that, very over but then the top. The rest of that movie is a it's really, huge mess. It's really over the top. Like that was the one for like ages. I was like, I cannot remember. Like I remember the opening, and then I could not remember yeah. at all what the plot was. Yeah, I didn't remember any of it. I knew it was also the one that had like the the ice hotel, but I could not remember like anything yeah. else about it because yeah. it was just like a complete blank and i'm like how do i not remember anything about this movie yeah probably because it was such a mess yeah it is a with a weird mess. like dna replacement therapy thing yeah. and like the backs are the villain thing that just makes no sense whatsoever yeah there's a lot of it was it was a it was like definitely a we need to take a break and revisit we need, <laughs> Rethink. we need to look at our life and look at our choices, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, exactly. It was time to change things up with Daniel Craig. Well, and then there was the... Uh, no, before that one, there was World Is Not Enough. Yeah, before that was World Is Not yeah. Enough. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that one, I'm just like... That one neutral was... on. It's never yeah. really... Neutral? Yeah. I don't really no. remember a lot about it yeah i remember they had the the female villain which is a bit of a twist because originally they thought she was good guy yeah which is kind of a nice touch um christmas jones oh fuck yeah that was the one with christmas jones <laughs> yeah maybe that's why i don't really remember much of it <laughs> something to do with oil yeah but Oh yeah, that's the one where MI6 gets blown up. Yep. The first time. Yep. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> and it did have um God, who was it? Robert Carlyle, that was it. Yeah. So like they had the awesomeness of Robert Carlyle <laughs> and so the 
Karma made them balance it out with Denise Richards. <laughs> yep. The massive stack of dead ones. <laughs> the massive stack of They're dead women. A pile. Yeah, 1945. So, like. Again, I'm not sure the math. Yeah. Really, like, how old were his parents when they were forced to leave Russia? Or how old were they when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had him. It's like, guys, you're pushing it. Though maybe he, like James Bond, is a Time Lord, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my preferred answer to the, to the... Well, because there's the, the multiple Bond theory where, like, Bond and double is... Like, Bond is a name that goes along with the, the number 007, where, like, you know, who... Not getting... Can be whoever, no. <laughs> but, like, whoever gets that position then takes on this name of James Bond. And their parents name. and wife. And, yeah. I'm not... No. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. The- yeah, there's that theory, and then there's the time. Yeah, time. And then there's theory. the, then there's the bond, and then there's the single bond theory where it is one person, um, somehow over like. The and we span just of we just ignore years. we just ignore the just well, it's like the just Simpsons ignore, they don't yeah. age and yeah it's like in the Simpsons like or other TV shows have like the kids never age yeah you know the the thing goes like for eight years but the kids only age like two years yeah because the actors look <laughs> markedly different than they did when they started. <laughs> um, Click, click. Or he's a Time Lord. Yeah, my preferred is that he's a Time Lord. <laughs> because then that also kind of explains, like... That explains stuff like... Like when... Um, <laughs> okay, this line is pretty cool, go up. <laughs> He's like, oh, damn it. Hopefully her code is better than chair. Okay. In some places in this point, Boris sounds more Scottish than Russian. Yeah. I can break her codes! <laughs> Turns into groundskeeper, really. <laughs> Bond is like watching the pen trying to do math. <clears throat> but yeah, I like the Time Lord theory because like, then it explains stuff like why... Um, what's his face did one movie um george lazenby oh, george lazenby yeah and then sean connery comes back For and especially why sean connery just seems to be like whatevs <laughs> the fact that he's just killing the dude who supposedly killed his wife just like <laughs> meh whatevs doesn't seem to give a shit because <laughs> it makes sense because if like if sean connery's bond accidentally like skipped too far ahead and was all like and they were like, oh, your wife died. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go kill the dude. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's only after that that he changes into. <laughs> yeah. The second bond into Lazenby <laughs> and actually does and jumps back in time and actually meets her and actually does that. And then he goes through the change into Roger Moore's Bond. There you go. There we go. <laughs> it's as good as any other theory. <laughs> and maybe like 
maybe Daniel Craig, because it's sort of the first one, maybe he's actually the first Bond. And then he jumps in the past after he changes into Sean Connery. Sure. I don't watch Doctor Who enough to know <laughs> how much this works. It totally works, dude. People, post on Ravelry how much this works, and I will email Steve with how much this works. It totally makes sense. Daleks? They're a thing? <laughs> the Aston Martin is kind of his police box. It's yeah. his TARDIS. <laughs> well, at the very least, there's enough room in there for a wine chiller. So. To revisit that music again. Guns, guns, chasing, chasing. <laughs> it's a good scene, though. Yeah. Bond takes a huge bump, rolling down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he wouldn't have, like, done serious damage to himself, <laughs> then. Yes. Yeah. Take it, take it, take it. <laughs> Loud-ass keyboards. <laughs> I know. Clackety, clackety, clackety. He wants you to put some muscle behind him. <laughs> okay, Bond, you couldn't have shoved it in there, like, a little further. <laughs> uh, like... So it wouldn't take quite so long to jam. Like, <laughs> oh my god, a blood trail. <laughs> Wounded animal is the most dangerous. <laughs> He just sort of like does this like limp <laughs> fall. <laughs> the fight scene's pretty decent though. Yeah, it's a pretty decent fight scene. And hey, like it's I pretty, said like, earlier, like it's pretty rough. I can actually and, like, follow what's close. going on. Yeah. Yeah, and it's pretty good, like hand to hand, like yeah, just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah, and like getting close and like choking and stuff. Yeah, and... headbutting. Yeah. It's not like some of the old fight scenes. Yeah. Which it, well, that's where, like, Austin... I mean, with with Austin Powers, like, most of the cliches and, like, jokes from Austin, Austin Powers come from, like, Connery's yeah. Bond and the judo chop. And just, oh, my like, God. Chopping people. And...
dude just shoot him <laughs> instead of talking. Like, He's the, the villain. Hell? He has to have a little speech. Okay, that's some terrible green screen. But okay. <laughs> you know, not probably not terrible for stupid <laughs> face. pain face. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, that terrible for. Dude, like, away you know what time. though like I mean so this is 95 when did mm-hmm. Die Another Day come out like it was the f- there was this two others I mean it must have been like 10 years later so ish and that has I think like the last and that's not much better when he's like su- when he's surfing oh, on the thing God, when yes. he's like parasailing or whatever the hell he's doing with his uh, and there's a giant wave behind him like that does not look any better if anything it probably looks a bit worse Mind you, that they animate. It's not a stationary background, but. Yeah, Die Another Day was two thousand two. Oh, okay. They were so cranking was, them out pretty yeah, quick. Nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand two. And then they took like a four year break to look at their lives, <laughs> look at their choices. Yeah. <laughs> Think about what you've done. Go to your room. Sit in the corner. <laughs> Boris, I've tried that. It doesn't work. <laughs> and yet again, him like shaking this enormous CRT like <laughs> computer monitor. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> No, for me. Have you ever seen a YouTube video of all of Sean Bean's deaths? (laughs) Splat. (laughs) Still not actually dead. (laughs) Not yet, at least. You know, probably massive internal injuries bleeding out internally, (coughs) but like... Not officially dead yet. <laughs> Again, this was this was Sean Bean before he was really like Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> he does the weird like gritty teeth yeah. like thing. <laughs> now Sean Bean dies. <laughs> <laughs> Most overkill way. <laughs> well, he came back to life once already. They had to make him super dead. Yeah. I feel like this is a very like '90s movie moment. <laughs> yes. liquid nitrogen just coats him. Everyone in the theater laughs. (laughs) Yeah. And the dude just takes off. (laughs) I'll leave you two alone. He jumps out on top of him. She's like, oh, oh, groan. She's on top of him. (laughs) 
God. And of course he flips her over because, like, no, I can't allow the woman to be hotel. About to do it in the middle of a field full of marines. Okay. And yet again, like they're, they're coming in Cuba. Nowhere. Like yeah. they're still in Cuba. Do you breathe in? Guantanamo. Guantanamo. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, that, has, that has some different connotations now. When I think romance, I think Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I think of like, you know, romantic debriefing, Guantanamo. Uh, it's like, how do you want to do it? More interrogation, debriefing, or enhanced interrogation? <laughs> I'm already Guantanamo. enhanced enough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Cue generic song for the credits that no one gives a shit about. No one remembers. <laughs> no one remembers the song. That was a thing too. Of just like you have like the Bond theme, you have yeah. like, and then there's just like some song at the credits no one gives a shit about <laughs> that never got any credit. It was never on any tapes or CDs or anything. Well, occasionally there's with some of the later ones, it was because that was it was supposed to be the that was supposed to be the Bond song. Oh, really? And then like the producers are like, no, let's go with this one. Like the um, I don't think it's Tomorrow Never Dies. Maybe it's Tomorrow Never Dies. I don't know. I think so actually um there's one the um there's a song that katie lang sings mm. in the closing credits that that was the one that like the composer for the score mm. and everybody had actually had actually written for it mm -hmm. they're like mm, no let's get you know, let's get Sheryl Crow because she's more of a radio name that'll get more play yeah. on the radio. And like the Katie Lang song is actually the better song, but that's why. I can't if remember. You listen to the. I like the Tomorrow Never Dies theme. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's not bad. Um, but that's why if you listen to the Katie Lang song and watch the movie, yeah, that song is in the score. Oh, a lot more. <laughs> These lyrics are terrible. Yeah, it has nothing to do with anything. Like, it's just like generic. <laughs> I think it's like some like. Someone cranked this out terrible. in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Those lyrics are awful. Yeah. I don't know if it was really like intended to be a bargain song either. If it was just. Like, I would hope not. Whatever. Um, it's pretty bad. The experience of loving. It's got like a Michael Bolton kind of vibe. Yeah, it does actually. Oh wow, these credits are so short now that there's like no computer graphics companies that they have. Yeah, to exactly. List. There's not ten minutes of it's not just ten minutes of like, you know, an endless list, endless list of like 
Korean names that they you know outsource. Yeah, to like all the like too. the ten different computer graphics companies, and then the ten computer graphics companies that are responsible for doing the post production three D. <laughs> yeah, too, because that's the other thing now. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot how short credits are. Yeah. Just enough so to that was cram the first Bond, Bond movie we ever saw. Yep. Well, in theaters. In theater, yeah. yeah. It's and, the awesome. first, and the first modern Bond song. It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, you know, it, it stands up there with the bed. It's not as good as the... It's not as good as the... Craig, Craig ones. Any of them. Eh. <laughs> Quantum of Solace. I don't know. People dump on it. I... It's probably like... I've heard at least from the... Um, from the James Bonding guys, that oh Jesus, loud, um, that like actually when you watch that one straight like as a four hour like marathon okay. with one with uh, Casino Royale, yeah, it works better as like one movie in the context of one movie rather than hmm. split. Yeah, I mean it didn't help that like we waited like two years for that. Yeah, <laughs> two or three years, and I mean the main problem with it was that like. The writer strike happened. Mm. Oh yeah, it's not going to go back to like a menu or anything. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just stop. It's going to stop to static yeah. and automatically rewind. Stop. <laughs> um, so I mean, basically, they finished like they basically got like the first draft done yeah. just before uh, okay. the deadline for the writer strike, and that's what they had. Hmm. So like, they didn't really get to do rewrites on yeah. it as they probably would have preferred. So like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's probably better than. Yeah, I don't know. Quantum of Solace in certain ways. But, like, yeah, I think it's... It's up there, I think. It's, it's, it's up there. It's, it's Brosnan's you know, best one. Yeah, it's a it's decent showing. It's bringing Bond a little closer to the modern age. Yeah, it's still entertaining. Yeah. It's not, it's not just, like, horribly dated or bad. Yeah, or and, I mean, there's certain things. Like, the computers are going to date it. Like, yeah. you're going to notice that part. But, like, yeah. the rest of it, like, you might not even really notice that they don't have cell phones and stuff. Yeah. I'd watch it before I watch any... Roger Moore one. Yeah. And there's some, there's Roger Moore ones I like, but... I yeah, there's Roger Moore anyway. ones that are enjoyable, but they're... Let die. They're often, like, enjoyable because well, they're the total outdated, goofballs. Outdated. <laughs> and know. also, like, some of them, like, it's like, they're enjoyable, but, oh, dear God, the racism, the yeah. sexism, and the... You just yeah. don't have to watch and just be like, oh, man. So bad. It's got nothing on the books, though. Yeah. Wow. Have you read... How many of the books have you read? Um... <laughs> I can't remember now, because I only really read them when I'm, like, flying and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've probably read, like, four yeah. and a half. I know I've read... I've read up to... Five. I started reading them in order a while ago. I'm, and I'm reading them in order, but, like, also according to ownership. Like, I don't own all of them. Yeah. I own a lot of them, and I'm reading them. may have them. acquired the e-books. <laughs> I'm reading all of them, and I just find them at, like, used bookstores or, like... Yeah. You know, those kinds of places, and I've been reading them in order. I'm not going to sit around and, like, not read one, because I don't have the one in between. So yeah. I'm just like, whatever. But generally, I've read them roughly in order, so. Yeah. I think I got up to... I started reading them... Well, I, I had read scattered ones earlier. Basically, mainly depending on, like, the movie was interesting, so I started reading that yeah. one or whatever. Um, so I had read, like, Dr. No and Casino Royale and Goldfinger, Spy Who Loved Me. I think mainly those ones. Maybe one or two of the other ones before that. I think Man with the Golden Gun. 
Um, and then, like, year two ago, I, like, I should go back and, like, actually read them in order. Yeah. And sort of see how that works. Because there are certain ones where, like, you know, one ends and the other one picks up. Yeah. Sort of where it left off or picks yeah. up, like, you know, three months later, but it's still con- sort of connected to the past one. Yeah. And, uh, and the whole story arc with, like, Bond getting married and then, you know, seeking revenge for... Yeah. His wife's death and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think I got up to, like, Diamonds Are Forever, and then I just sort of got distracted by other things. But yeah, so I've read a fair few of them, and it's like, yeah. The worst Bond movie is an improvement on any of the books. <laughs> yeah. The books but... are just like, <sighs> Ian Fleming was definitely a product of his time. Yeah, definitely. A certain type of product of his time. <laughs> yeah. An incredibly sexist, racist, homophobic product of his time. Yep. Especially considering, like, you know, when the first... Well, not maybe not when the first Bond movies came, Bond books came out. But, like, you know, later on, you know, you did have the beginning of the civil rights movement and stuff. Yeah. While he was still writing them. Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah, this is... Goldeneye's the first one, not really based on a, a book. Yeah. And really, none of them are after that. Quantum is only mm-hmm. a reference to the short... One of the short stories. Yeah, it's a reference taken from a short story, but that's just for the title, really. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the meaning of it might fit with the story. Yeah. yeah. It's a stretch. Maybe, and with but... Casino Royale, like, yeah, that oh, one is yeah. based on the book. Yeah. It still differs from the book in some ways. And, like, the reason that one is, you know, based on that one, they did one of the books in that case, was because they had not been able to do it beforehand because yeah. of the rights to it. Yeah. Because. And that was pretty awesome to you know, go back someone, and do it. Because basically, like, you know, someone had bought the rights be- well before these movies started. They yeah. had bought the rights to do that and did a terrible version of it. Um, I'd like to see more reboots, like of other ones. Like, uh, yeah, I think Honor Majesty's Secret Service would have been an awesome Daniel Craig movie. Done. We got right. a little bit of that in the last one. A little bit. Elements of it. Yeah. Hints of the theme in the trailer. Yeah. But I really wish they'd released that version of yeah. the theme. Yeah, because the themes. Because that was awesome. awesome. The theme is the only good thing to come out of Honor, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> Well, not sure about that. <laughs> Again, you and I are gonna have to like sibling rivalry. I, George Lazenby's one. not good, but like the I like the movie a lot. But <laughs> but even that, like, that's another one that's like really dated. And that you go back and you're supposed to buy it as this like love story, and it's his wife, and you're just like the like no. the entire like the the entire like oh they love each other now and are getting married. That's played out with, by a montage. Of, yeah, with uh, a Louis Armstrong song. Yeah, playing. like that's. Like that's, that's it. That's, like there's. It's just like oh, I guess they're in really... love now because I see them walking through a park holding hands and like yeah. around and stuff. It doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, that's why it should be redone because I think it could be done. Whereas if you look well. at Casino Royale, yeah, and Bond is like, like okay, I'm leaving the service, which is like practically like getting married for him. <laughs> like you totally, totally understand it. Yeah, because he and Vesper have like crazy chemistry. Like. Yeah. That is one of the, the bittersweet things about watching that movie. It's like, oh my god, I love them so much. I ship it so hard. Well, plus, too, there's the whole thing of, like, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, like, starts with him, like, getting to know her because his, her dad, dad is yeah. basically like, I'll give you a million dollars if you marry my daughter or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's super it's like, gross. All right. He's like, sure. Seems legit. And I mean, he's not, and I think if I remember, he, he doesn't really do it for the money. He's just like, hey, perk. But it's also because he had, like, connections to, like, Blofeld or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
which yeah. is the real reason he doesn't. It's like, that's that's not any better, dude. Yeah, it's weird. That's super not it's any better. Weird. I'm not sure that the movie ever really addresses that either. I don't think so, no. I don't think it really addresses it. Like, Usually movies she, like that, they have that moment where she finds out and, and finds and out and gets pissed at him. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think they do that. No. Which is problematic. No, I think she's just like, whatever you say, daddy. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, but that is Bond. That is the, you know. Ugh. The, the gross sexual <laughs> the politics gross, is totally The grossness fun. and history and, yeah, the... Yeah, just a reflection of a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. What's acceptable and what changes over time and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah. It is, like you were saying, it is sort of an interesting litmus test or an interesting view of, like, what was acceptable and what was not acceptable during that time. Yeah. Or even, like, what was, like, pushing the boundaries of acceptable. Because I yeah. think even, like, even when, like... And Goldfinger came out, and he, like, slaps that woman on the ass and tells her man talk to send her away. Yeah. Like, I think that was maybe a little bit exaggerated, though yeah. probably in a way that, like, dudes were, like, would sim- would really like that. Yeah, exactly. Sort of way. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's sort of a, yeah, I could see people. But, like, definitely, like, geared toward the male gaze. Or the male opinion, but still, like, this is the sort of thing, like, dudes wish they could do. Yeah, exactly. They're reminiscing of a time gone by. Yeah. It's sort of like a male fantasy thing where it's like, yeah. Now we can't. What with, you know, women's rights and... Well, that was even before the women's rights movement, but I think, like, it still would have been, like... (laughs) Questionable. Questionable. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not okay, but... Yeah. And GoldenEye certainly has... Still has some questionable stuff in it. (laughs) Yes! And stuff after. like I didn't really even notice that much when I was a teenager and I do now. No. Yeah. I mean that's the fun of going back and watching. Like never really noticed, things. like I wouldn't have realized like like obviously they were making the villain like female villain sexy, but she was also like, you know, killing dudes. And so at the time I was like, hey, female villain killing dudes. And only now it's like, mmm, the fact that she does it in a Sexily. sexy way and they, they play up her sexiness is like yeah. still problematic. Or like the fact that like the threat against the Bond girl is, like, implicitly, like, sexual threat. Yeah. Yeah. Before anything else, it's like... Mm. Yeah, that was just sort of standard, I guess, yeah. in movies, and I guess to some extent Somebody probably still, still is. is. It's interesting going back to a movie from the 90s and seeing that, because you think... Yeah. Yeah. Because you think of the 90s as being, like, time when they were actually starting to get yeah. this. It's like, I'm not going to go back and watch this right. and then real and see <laughs> this as wildly inappropriate. But. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I think we can wrap up. Yep. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everybody. Hope you have enjoyed this experience. Thanks for listening. You can find old episodes on iTunes or at our blog, where you can also see our show notes and comment. That's at knit1geek2.emptypockets.org. K-N-I-T-1-G-E-E-K-2 dot M-T dash P-O-C-K-E-T-S dot O-R-G. You can also find us on Twitter and Periscope at Knit1Geek2. You can contact us at Knit1Geek2 at gmail.com and search for a group on Ravelry using Knit1Geek2. There you'll find other knitters who enjoy geeky stuff that you can squeal along with and also where you can find updates on new episodes. And remember, in space, no one can hear you squee.